Hey guys, welcome to Thor, aka the House of Rep, my podcast with my team, the Rep Knights, where we talk about movies, gaming, and more. In this episode, we're going to be talking about an anime. It's a popular classic movie of a very popular video game franchise. That's right, we'll be talking about Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Stay tuned for another great episode of the House of Rep. back so i'm joined by zz say hi there everyone hello everyone welcome to the house of rap make sure you share and sub our channel we're going to be talking about a really cool film today cool to start off let's talk about the plot so street fighter 2 the animated movie is an adaptation of the popular fighting game of the same name the movie centers around the street fighter tournament where fighters from around the world compete to be crowned the world champion but there's a twist the villainous m bison and his criminal organization shadow law have taken an interest in the tournament and using it as a way to recruit new members so like i remember the first time we saw this film it blew me away mm, that yeah. shadow dark fight in the field that ryu has with sagat while the android scanning and you know getting the readings for for ryu and and sagat's fighting style is amazing yeah it's interesting how they use the android as a kind of prefix for the audience's perspective in the yeah, fight you're not yeah. You know, like a bystander, the android is the bystander watching the fight of Ryu and Sagar in the rain, in the darkness, having that pretty... I thought it was pretty bloody the first time around because sometimes they used to censor the, the blood coming out of his scar mm. because this a pre, it predates how Sagar got his massive scar on his chest. Yeah, how he was defeated because he's a... Um, what do they call the shadow law people who are like bison's generals? They're just like his generals. Generals, I yeah. say, yeah. But they're, yeah. they're they have a special he's like name. a Muay guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's like a Muay champion. So after he gets defeated by Ryu, Adon takes his crown because mm. he's like no longer as strong as he felt he was. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's a special type of. Uh, sort of like bladed shuriken he does like he does it with such might that it ends up hurting thing and then he gets defeated by a hadouken i mean just the whole quality of that yeah. scene now the thing is the score the cinematic score that they've put on on the western version of the film you know the crescendo and the kind of the scoring of that that's sort of like layered with really amazing um, you know, alternative music, you know, yeah, like metal yeah. and grunge on it. Like, and this is the first time that I ever heard some of my staple bands now that are my favorites over the years, like Alice in Chains, um, Silver Chair, and uh, you know, a few people like that, like Corn, you know, Corn yeah. and stuff. So, so this this was an amazing soundtrack for us, and it just is forever memorable. You know, the other amazing thing is that Richard Epcar plays E Honda in the in the in the um in the movie, so it's amazing for me to be able to work with one of my heroes. I'll I'll talk to Richard, see if he can do some stuff to talk about the film. Yeah. You know, and we can add it on top of this and see, you know, if he's got any nice stories about, you know, how he, he came about, you His know experience. Figuring out the voices and stuff on the show. And yeah, no, it's it's really great. The characters are all done so well. The voice actors are amazing 
It's um, one of my favourite scenes is um, Cammy's really brief cameo where she takes out the prime minister. <laughs> well, he's called the president in that, you yeah. know. So, so she's kind of like under Shadowloo's control, and she does that kind of twisty neck breaking kind of move which they've now added to street fire 6 as like a homage yeah, that's to, cool, yeah. to that so i'm quite excited to try that move but cammy's been always one of my staple go-to characters i just absolutely um you know love everything about her style and fighting style and you know her whole background as a bison doll and having to escape that and i want to i do want to explore that in a show and i would like to do that because her her team the team that she was with before she got captured are quite cool as well, mm. you know, and mm. like doing a show about that would be really, really, really cool. Yeah, so it's really good. So let me tell me your thoughts on this whole thing, the whole film and stuff. Just yeah, I mean, the, the star sequence is epic. Um, it's really nice how you kind of go from the star sequence where he does the Hadouken and the effects are really nice of the lightning effect. I think this is like a really nice representation which they adopted in later games with the mm. whole you know how the lightning gets absorbed by Ryu into the chi of the Hadouken and then mm. he he fires the Hadouken mm. in in games like Alpha the Hadouken was a lot smaller and in the older games it looks smaller unless you did a massively fireball Hadouken. so you know like in Street Fighter 1 um it was a bit different. Street Fighter Two, it was like a traditional fireball, like, yeah. you know, like a sprite fireball. Yeah. That traditional fireball was changed in the Alpha series, so it felt more like a kind of bit look like a kind of like a torpedo looking kind mm. of chi blast. Mm. Then in Street Fighter Alpha Two, they consciously separated the two Hadoukens. So Ryu's Hadouken it looks more powerful. Ken's Hadouken looks faster, like it uh, looks more like Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's then, sort of like a it, throwback. It, it to nicely that. goes into the title sequence, and the title sequence is really brief. It shows the Street Fighter logo, and um, it specifically says like Street Fighter Two, the animated movie. So it's not to be confused with the live action film or anything like that. Um, and it's got a really nice style. And then I think it goes into the plane scene or something. But Does one of the most notable aspects about Street Fighter Two, the anime movie, is this incredible animation. You know, yeah. the movie was released in '94, so oh, 1994, wow. and the animation still holds up today. Mm. You could literally put a Blu-ray in or a DVD, and it still is very watchable. And the fight scenes are beautifully choreographed. You know, they've planned them out really well. You know, for anime, so they've thought of the scenes really well. What's happening in them, like the the Vega Chung Li. You know, like when he ambushes her in her flat. That's a great fight. You know, and all those those elements are really good even the the end battle you know various battles within the actual show no matter how brief they are ex exceptionally good and well made Fei Long's fight against Ryu is wicked too oh, each one has scene, a yeah. has a really good kind of storyline the thing is the, the thing I like about this film is that it does the right formula for a fighting video game based film where the fights have to take front and center yeah it's not the the story is woven around the fights yeah. so it's not about too much story or too much dialogue or too much like 
the villain's narrative or the hero's narrative. Yeah, tonally, it's really tonally, balanced. It has a lovely balance. This each film. act kind of poetically goes from one to the next, and that's what was really good. This was like, this was really one of my first major experiences with the anime, and then after that, I was hooked to manga, and that kind of brought me into the world of Gaiver, Fissa, yeah. North Star, and other staple shows that I really yeah, love, yeah, like yeah. Pat Labor, Police, uh, Akira, maybe, you know, yeah, and stuff. So Ghost in a Shell. It, it really kind of started that kind of wave of stuff and that's why I've always loved anime and I want to dabble in anime as a filmmaker as well because mm. I just love the medium. To me, animation is just as important as live action. It's just another form of expression. Yeah, and um, what's really good is some of the more fantastical elements sometimes don't fully translate well in live action if you don't do them correctly. Like, for instance, the Steve D'Souza film is completely like in an AU where, <laughs> yeah. you know, like things are a little bit more grounded in real world where Whereas this can, with the chi energies, do some stuff more fantastical. So, like, you know, the fire kicks from Fei Long, you know, the Tatsumaki, you know, Defying Gravity, doing Hurricane Kick, Shurukins, you know, all these kind of special moves are, you know, and Bison Psycho Power and, you know, like a lot of the things that are in it, you know, are, are very good, you know, like very well done. Like, the way they, they showcase the moves, they, they really bring the character to I life. In this film, how they show Bison, he's very uh, demanding, he's very like over the top. He's not an over the top villain, but he's a very cool looking villain in this because he's got the massive chin, he's got the white eyes, you know, he's got his whole costume, he's got that massive cape. His yeah. design in this, yeah, is what inspired his redesign in Alpha. Because oh, Alpha okay. came out after this. So he was a lot more skinnier and more lean. And then they explained that away in canon as that being a deteriorating body, uh -huh. which is why he lost. And so his later body, it was after, I think he went to go see Rose or, you know, gets some more power. Or he met Rose before when he was, when before he was a general. Right. But um, the canon is a little bit kind of up and down, you know, there's some elements that I forget. But I do know that this is his second body, the okay. one where he's a bit more burly and looking. Yeah, so the yeah, scientists yeah, yeah, have yeah, been yeah. working on basically perfecting his body and making it be able to contain yeah. the psycho power because it's too powerful sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, another worth worthwhile thing is to talk about the overall composition of the soundtrack. So, you know, it deserves a lot of praise for, um, you know, featuring a score that was composed uh, by Yoko... Uh, Shimamura so he's a very good um, composer and he, he did all the you know the Japanese soundtrack and you know I've mostly listened to the the western one with all the kind of like the rock music and all those things so my mind is ingrained with it but occasionally I've seen the I, I, original I know score that whoever composed the western version of the soundtrack took a lot of influences from like you know Thai music Far East Asian music yeah because like I particularly remember the scene where Bison's coming in his jet, and you see that massive Buddha head yeah, kind of gets split into yeah, two. It's as it, this is massive hanger. Yeah. His jet is quite pad. cool as well. He has yeah. that kind of VTOL looking. It's like a early stuff. version of a Avengers VTOL. Yeah, it's it looks quite. Like. It's quite cool. He he has almost like it. It looks kind of like a. It's like a fixed wing. Um, VTOL plane, plane yeah. uh, but with or a aircraft. massive lower area with like a hangar lab area yeah. and stuff and. And thinks his fight with Ken is quite good as well on the plane when they have a bit of a fight and then Ken loses to him. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. That's can. a bit later in the film. Yeah. Um, but I like the whole entrance of Bison with his generals. So he's walking with Zagat, yeah, Vega, and Balrog. And then they go talk to that professor dude, that yeah. little professor he's dude, like some, the scientist. He's like a new character. So what does he What does he say to him? He's guy? just talking about his second generation androids that he made that are better at surveillance. They're much yeah. better than the surveillance droids that they made. And he says that they're already been deployed and they're fighting, they're finding candidates and things like that. So it's really good. It's like a nice... Um, a nice structure where, where's the, the bit where's the bit where guy he she goes to meet guile for the first time she goes to see him at an air force base you know and then he's coming out of a jet and then he to- tells her that bison's ass is her it is and oh yeah like <laughs> he's pisses like, her ah. off and stuff like that you know <laughs> the classic Lee. anime style yeah so she gets really mad at him and stuff so it's quite cool hey brush head you know this was not a request this was not a request yeah so i like the um i like that you know, it's just really cool. And the thing is, is that a lot of this film has a lot of popular voice actors under pseudonyms. Mm. So the majority of voice actors that you may have heard of nowadays, um, like, you know, maybe like Fred Tazachor, Steve Bloom and Richard Epcar mm. and people like that, they've worked on this film under crazy pseudonym names. Mm. So they have worked on this project and this film but we wouldn't know about it because within the casting if you look at the credits it's just under a pseudonym or a fake stage name so yeah because i talked funny. to richard Lecker. he said that he did he did um he did the honda even though yeah it's like credited under a pseudonym you know yeah 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 so like that's Patrick that's Gilbert, that's a little, that's a little that trivia for you guys yeah. for the audience there um that some people may not know. There's about a lot Street of cuts Fire. of the film too. Let's touch on the cuts because okay, let's touch like, on the cuts. We yeah. had we. I have a DVD of the film. Uh, I had a VHS of the film. So this is yeah, this is the time original ago, VHS. Yeah. Of so, so video home home system. Yeah, um, had a tape of the film. Really badly got degraded. Like we touched on Mortal Kombat as well. There are two films that got degraded by so many reviews, you know, and stuff. Yeah, and. Um, after that, I had a DVD, and the DVD was a great digital transfer of that dub. Okay. Case have made a Blu-ray that I had. I need to get another Blu-ray now. There's a two, there's a newer Blu-ray, but I have a Blu-ray from Case. Case released another Blu-ray, and they cut it. It put the PG-13 dub on it. So some of the lines, you know, like the F words and stuff like that, that Gal says, like, well, you know, even though even though they say it's uncensored. Yeah, I mean, the film is on Sessica. has got the Chung Li shower scene and all the other kind of right. bits that got cut out of the film in some cuts. Like on the, the, on the anniversary edition of one of the games, I think, Street Fighter Anniversary Edition pack, you can unlock it as a secret secret bonus, but it's a heavily edited PG-13 version of the film. Well, you can unlock the whole film. Yeah, so you oh, unlock okay. the film, but it's like, it's it, if you either unlock it or you get it, but it's a, it's a cut version of it. Right. Um, but you see, the one that we've got right in front of us we've got two sitting in front of us we've got the original dvd that was released by manga and then we've got the k's one and the k's one they both have the same bffc rating you know it's still published by manga but this k's k's company you know remastered this one and this one is the one that has the um redacted censored version of the soundtrack and it just sounds weird I found that there's another company called Discotech or something that have made another version, so I need to upgrade it. You know, so um, that one apparently has a better transfer and the better 
version of the dialogue which has all yeah, that yeah because like consider considering the age of the film it's obviously been processed at 4k at some point yeah so somebody has yeah. to ha- has to have done a 4k remaster yeah of such an old anime because like a lot of the old animes are getting remastered into 4k because we've come to the standard now in this day and age of having 4k blu-rays of older films and stuff yeah. like that isn't it yeah it was it's, it's kind of the same thing and I'll, I'll touch on Fist of the North Star and stuff and all the adaptations of Hakuta no Ken but Hakuta no Ken has a version of the manga like a an anime version that that is a shorter abridged oh, yeah, version of heavily it abridged. but he goes from like fighting all the desert dudes in Ha and them to going straight to Rao yeah, you know, to, so there's to, all, he goes straight so from much, being the shit uh, Jaggy yeah, his head blowing up yeah. skipping a few episodes going straight yeah, to like, uh, oh, Shin, Shin and then skipping Shin straight to Rao yeah. And then all the way up to the end of I think, it, Rao's it, story. Does he fight? Does he fight Heart, Jaggy, and then Rao? And Ray is in it too. Yeah, he Ray beats, looks slightly different. His design Ray, is slightly different. And then after Ray, you know, demises, and then he he avenges Ray. He gets to Rao, and I think it ends on the bit when he fights Rao. I think. Okay, I can't even remember it. I, that's all I remember different. off the top of it's my slightly head. different, and the animation slightly improved, but also downproved because. The original one had a kind of like a rougher seventies kind of looking animation. Well, and then yeah, went that, into the that's 90s. that's older than this film, so yeah. it has the original style of manga animation. Yeah. The cell shaded, the like cells are different. It feels like the team that did Fist of the North Star two. You know when he fights Falco and yeah. you know Cow yeah. and yeah, all the yeah, other yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he goes to Ashura. You know yeah. the other area. That that's the same team that made this anime mm. to kind of modernize it because it just looks slightly different because the original intro you know you in shock and all that kind of stuff you know like the original theme um, that feels very seventies because he's got like proper side chops and chops and looks, you know <laughs> kind of classic looking I just love it it's so like, good. I've always been a so, fan so of this so good stuff. so good yeah just I love I love all these kind of shows. Um, it's really cool. E Honda's house is nice as well, but it's in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how he gets like plumbing and other stuff. Does he just take a shit in the yeah, bucket? Yeah, but that's, and, like, that's, let, let's talk about that funny India scene because that's quite pivotal. India, right? yeah, the Calcutta kind of India scene with so, Gandhi. Obviously, okay. people know that there's before you get into that India scene, there's like Akuma sitting on near the wall. That's a cameo, in it. but that's Akuma like a funny little through. cameo. It's just I think a cameo. He's just not even in the film. In. Yeah, he's, he's not in the film predominantly. He's in the other films. I think he's in. He's in. Um, he's in the Alpha movie. He's in the Alpha movie, and then he's in another anime movie. There's two. The generations there's one. Two, v. Yeah, there's like two or three. There's two or three animes that that, that I came out that I don't really like. I didn't like the animation style of Street Fighter Alpha the movie. Yeah. I didn't like Street Fighter Alpha Generations or whatever it was called. One, one or the other came out at the same time as that Fate of Fury anime. And I can't remember which one it was. There was, was a Fate of Fury and there was a Tekken anime made by the similar team. Tekken anime was a flop. Yeah. I didn't really like that too much. There was a lot of there were a lot of kind of films that tried to do the same thing. So yeah, they like, tried to profit on the yeah, games. That so it just thing. Mark of the Grey Wolves or something like that. There was, there was two Fate of Fury movies. Mm. Um, but I need to rewatch them to see yeah. what they're about. But yeah. yeah, it's just interesting stuff. It interesting was yeah, stuff. it was an interesting time for. T-Hawk is massive in this man. T-Hawk is a right size yeah his feet is huge like t-hawk to... when he has that little uh voyeuristic uh harbor fight with um yeah. ken in the in the hangar yeah. is that in seattle or it's like in or a something? warehouse in seattle or somewhere yeah because that's after that he gets in his portion leaves in it yeah. 
So he has that fight with T Hawk and he kind of beats him up. And then he's like, Have you ever heard? T Hawk tells him, like, Have you ever heard of a fighter with such great power? Oh. And he doesn't realize that he's talking about Ryu because he might have fought Ryu before. He's talking um, about. Or he he's says, talking about someone. He says something to Ken, but Ken, Ken says to him, You know, like, the va- you're comparing me to the vagabond that fell off the earth, you know, and then he gets mad at him. Yeah. T Hawk tries to whoop him, but but um, Ken's Ken about. Him. Ken, Ken makes him really beat him up and then yeah. he struggles a bit to kind of get back up after kicking him. Yeah. He's about to do Hadouken, but he doesn't decide to do it. But the, that's when the robots clock that he's got the same fighting style. Yeah, yeah. Ryu, so that's when they, they start to target him. They yeah. start to target him. Yeah. And narrow down fighters who em- can emulate Ryu's fighting yeah. style. Then he gets in his Porsche and then he leaves. And yeah. then I think that's when the India scene happens, isn't it? Something like that. But I do remember he gets raided by Bison later when he's driving back, isn't it? No, but that's after. Because of I'm that. I'm talking about the India scene. Because it's still at night. But India... India's quite a good scene because there's a bit where the Shadowloo heavies, yeah, they they have that weird looking kind of dude i don't know he's some random guy yeah he's like a random thug who's been i I always thought he looked too similar to guile with his like kind of haircut and his discount boots boots and cargo pants and his vest he has a scar across his his nose and he's just like but he kind of karate chops the hell out of that gandhi lookalike guy so he kills gandhi yeah and it's like a and it was like an implied terrorist There's attack. that really nice girl that, like, she's that, there's that hey, cute mister. girl, she's running with her milk, and she trips, and then Ryu gives her some money, because he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you've bummed into me. And dropped all your milk. Yeah, and then he gives the lady a respectful nod and carries on, but then that same girl's bringing change back for him, but she gets hit by something. I think she gets hit by the guy. Yeah, The guy yeah, bumps yeah, into yeah. her, knocks her out, and then he... Because he, he, the guy is, like, ruthless isn't it he doesn't care about yeah and these guys have semi-auto guns so they fire their semi-auto guns and they they shoot him no i mean they shoot him in the leg and he's trying to crawl like sort of limp to the car the the police guards shoot the terrorist guy in the leg yeah done the assassination and he's expendable and he's like help me help me you know and they're like nah sod it they just just uzi the shit out of him they brap him they brap him yeah. From the from the from the windows of the car, yeah. that kind of black Mercedes, and that's when Ryu running. just starts running, and, and then just he just does the, the most boss bit of that kick he gives, man. That it's front so kick kinetic. is so Talk powerful. About how kinetic the, the way connection, that man. The, is. the way you feel that hit, man. You actually feel like that guy took it right yeah. upside the face, and that's know? that's what I love about animation. Like that. no matter how how hard in live action you can get a stuntman to do almost realistic hits or play punch or play kick or you know do camera angles to fake a kick or fake a punch yeah you cannot compete with animation in terms of kinetic contact you know the contact will always be better the in way, anime. i don't know what they the way they do it they do it in gyver so well too you know when the zoonoids try to fight gyver yeah and gyver rips their eyes out yeah and all it's them so bits graphic and stuff. it's graphic but there's a there's a tangibility they of make course. it feel so real so realistic and then um there's a really funny scene after they kind of escape so he beats the shit out of a couple of those goons then one guy's still alive with a broken nose that he drives away before that attack of dalsam fights e honda they have that's a quite a funny fight, fight yeah because he dislocates all of his bones and then resets them off yeah. to get out of um but that's that's a better representation, I thought, of Dalsim's powers. Yeah, and Dalsim senses like in, 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 in Street Fighter Two. I never understood 
how is he stretching his limbs when we were younger? How can he do all these stretchy things and start spinning with his head, mm. start levitating and breathe out fire? We weren't that knowledgeable about they yoga techniques or breathing fire or these kind of magicians who do these yeah, kind of things. They don't show street art. They don't show his abilities too much. Yeah, he doesn't do too. too but he does that weird up. thing where he's like waving his hands and his eyes glow. And then E Honda can't get up. Yeah, he was about to do something like stuck to the ground. Amazing work because he does. There, are, there is a shot. Yeah, that's very street fiery where he spins. He does his hand. Yeah, he does punches, the punches. Yeah, and E Honda does his spin. His head, you know, like his head. Yeah, to to get his him and stuff yeah. and all. There's a few things that they do where they fight. You know, and but it's a bit more comical. Like yeah, you like know, the their fight is a bit fight. more funny. Yeah. Funnier. Yeah, it's really good. I always thought that they missed an opportunity to have a lot of comical moments with like Dan and E Honda and people. If you if you could just make it into if you could just let it breathe a little bit more as a series, you know, if you made an animated series of Street Fighter, it would it would work really well. You know, like with those, you know, like how you have Digital Sonic, yeah, Digital Mario. If you just kept it in a bit of a digital world with like a oh, really nice we, effect. Oh, we forgot about that scene with uh, Zangief and Blanca. That's quite good too. That's a good bit too, where they go oh, to no. that Las like Vegasy like party. It's like, it's like a Las Vegas um, show kind of arena or something, showcase, and. Yeah. Barrog's like a bouncer and he's talking to someone on the phone. He's more of a kind of like the host, kind of hosting okay, he's the a party host, right. kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, his yeah. thing. He's like, back to the, yeah, so that bit, yeah, you know, like the cage fighting with the Playboy bunny looking thing with all the rich bigwigs and stuff. Yeah. That's quite cool, man. Blanca's very beastly in that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. He's, he's sick like, in that. And he does all of his wicked spinning attacks and he knocks Zangief out and then he bites into he, Zangief. He, he's, he's got a bit more of a muddy kind of palette. Like his green is more darker. Mm. His orange hair isn't like super bright. He's a little bit more sort of scary, deadly than yeah. he is than he is in later. Yeah, um, in later games they became a bit more brighter and more a little bit more crazy, a little bit more comical. Maybe because he met his mom now, so he's yeah. more more humor, like got more humor in his life and love. Yeah. But he's a little bit different in the games going forward. Um, he's never really been one of my favorite characters. Mm. I've never really mastered him. You know, mm. he was quite an easy character. People could just bash the button, attack yeah, button and to do, just do the electrocution. Yeah, mm. the end fight's really cool too. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's talk about the Ryu and Fei Long scene. That's really nice. A very, very, very wicked scene. Very well choreographed. And the way Fei Long comes in, and I I really love the bit where the guy threatens Ryu. He's like pulling him and you know cracking his knuckles, and Ryu just headbutts him and literally like breaks his nose. And yeah, because the, the nice thing head. about Ryu is that he keeps going from place to place, just having fights with random people. So he gets. And he's not wearing his mitts in that. Yeah, fight. he's got I mean, no, no mitts. That one's he's, a good got, one. he's barefoot. Yeah. He's just he's got his gi on and yeah. he's got his headband on. Yeah. And that's about it. That's really. all he does. He lives a and very He doesn't have life. the kind of pads on his. Yeah, he doesn't have his. Yeah, he doesn't have the pads on his mitts. fists and yeah. stuff and his mitts. Yeah. Uh, Ken has it. I think Ken has it later on when he's like the bad Ken. Yeah, Ken's got his so, whole gi So they later. must have gotten Ken's outfit, given it to him, oh. then turned him into the evil Ken. Yeah, no, because it was in his car. Or the brainwashed Ken, should I say. And when they, when they took it with them. Yeah. With them. Yeah. And they kidnapped him. But I, I love the scene, like, how they're saying, oh, where is this Fei Long guy? Where is he gone? You know? And He's the an asshole. The director's having a fit about yeah. Fei Long doing a runner. 
But Fei Long's just gone to see the fights in the illegal, um, yeah, the underground, battles. illegal underground fights uh, thing, mm. a fight scene, and then yeah, Ryu has that really nice scene with the other guy, but he just like brutalizes that first guy, isn't it? And everybody's like, huh? You know, just beats that dude up, man, to hell. There's also a nice scene where Guile and um, Chung Lee go to see DJ. Oh, yeah, DJ's yeah, yeah, a bouncer yeah, yeah, at a yeah, club, yeah. but he beats the shit out of those guys who are, like, causing Oh, that's scene. a nice scene. And I like he that. whoops those two guys, and then he delivers a kick, and God just catches it without any kind of hesitation. He goes, nice kick. I've yeah. got the Guile. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the guy who does Guile's voice talent is spot on as Guile. Mm. He's so cool. This is really cool, man. I love it a lot. And they show DJ in the right light. Like, you know, he likes his music. He can do the kicks. He can do the style. Mm -hmm. And he's got the classic orange, um, you know, his uh, orange um, There's a bit in the film where, you know, Ryu and Ken have a really nice flashback fight. You know, Mm. this is when they were younger. That inspired Street Fighter Alpha. Cool. Because Ryu doesn't have his headband. And then he said that the red headband came from... Came, came from Ken and there was a manga that you could buy that was made in the same animation style the Street Fighter animated movie but they defeat Bison differently they don't do a double Hadouken they do a double Shuriken and it looked really strange they made it a four pa- like a, a two page spread oh, okay. and they Shuriken him into the jet and That's I remember weird. that it was made That's by weird. Manga the same company mm. published by them it was like a tie in so sometimes sometimes that used to happen sometimes so there, there used like to be variations changes. or movie adaptation comics of a feature film yeah you it know just reminded mean? me of Star Wars Tales like that yeah. one where yeah. Luke never made it and he died on Bespin yeah. and then Leia became um, Leia became a Jedi early and the other Return of the Jedi where he redeems Vader and I would love to do that mm. I would love to actually if I could one day just kind of wreck on it you know like redo them or something yeah, it'd be quite amazing yeah you know like, yeah. I wonder if they could they could actually consider rebooting Star Wars and redoing Phantom Menace and all those possibly yeah films because yeah. you know the, the prequel trilogy needs a little bit of a redo yeah but um, Street Fighter let's talk about that that great. classic uh Ken scene with the Porsche because it's it never I'll gets never old. forget that man with Alison Chains is like uh, you know it's just so cool man I and think Bones that that, such a that was song. just definitely the first taste of proper 90s grunge rock and metal rock that we were exposed to at that young age of that kind of fantastic music man because it, it was just really um, inspiring stuff really yeah it was really good because not only that is Ken driving a really nice Porsche like uh, old school Porsche 911 Turbo mm. um, you know he's got his lady Eliza in the car and they're just having a it's little chit chat and he's busting well. out the tunes and stuff and he's talking to her about that and mm. it's really funny what they're talking about I think she's talking to him about marriage or something yeah she wants like, him to get married and he's like he's sort of like his problem is is that he's like getting bored of the people he's fighting yeah he keeps winning against what he considers to be opponents below his level yeah and he's looking he just wants to fight Ryu again he wants to you know see if he can be it it so after he drops Eliza off I think he that's when he gets ambushed by Bison right yeah that's that's the thing he after he drops he drops Eliza off and then He'll he'll get caught up 
with that bit with T-Hawk. And then when he gets after that, on his way back for fighting T-Hawk, that's where they get him. They hypnotize yeah. him too with that weird kind of kind of psychedelic machine. Like, there's two ty- there's two times that they've tried to do that. They did that with Blanca and D'Souza's film. Yeah. Where he was getting hypnotized, brainwashed, him. brainwashed by that weird machine. Yeah. And same thing happened to... Um, Ken, where they broke his mind, you know, where they tried to break his mind. Mm. Yeah, because it has a really funny effect where it's like warped and it's like the glass cracks and he's like, ah, and he's like kind of looking at pictures of Ryu and they're like brainwashing him. And it's a kind of funny old school kind of yeah, 90s effect. Psychological kind of and then um, video there's also the uh, scene where they're trying to um, grill Cammy or they're trying to cross-examine Cammy. That was very early uh, when they had the, She's not they had giving the up any answers. The, yeah. the Interpol headquarters. But I'm like, that, that, that bit's a bit stupid because there's a guy with half a face yeah. wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Wouldn't anybody be suspicious about this dude walking around? some kind of a police uniform around? or something like that? No one noticed Yeah, it it's like a really odd scene. Like yeah. he's walking around the ward where Cammy's being held and she's being and she inter- interrogated yeah. by Chun li yeah. And... Cammy's not giving up anything because her programming has taught her to not say anything. It's all shut down now. And act, she can't remember. She, she acts amnesic. She Cammy. is. She she basically has amnesia. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. After they caught her, she can't remember yeah. what she was doing. Yeah. So it's interesting how yeah. how extreme in this film how they tell how Bison's techniques and his evil professors go to to you know hide their tracks, um, which is really interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 nice to see that kind of like style. It's 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 good storytelling by the director. I do like I do like the the structure of the fight because he fights Evil Ken first. Evil Ken's quite tough, and then after he refuses to initially fight Ken, Ken Ken doesn't. He just takes the beating, and then Ken remembers. Um, you know the pain point where he accidentally hurt Ryu and their brotherhood so then from the blood so, yeah so then after after Guile gets taken out by Bison and he spares Guile he gets mad at Ken and then he does some kind of like weird psycho kind of like Jedi Sith thing on on um, some kind of energy blast on his head and then he does a he does an epic Toss away. Yeah. He just grabs him on the shoulder and he He's tosses like, Ken away and Ken goes flying. And then Ryu tries to go after Ken and then Bison gets in his gets way in his and way. then they have a fight and then Ken can't walk and then he meditates and somehow fixes himself and is able to walk. <laughs> I find again. that funny too. Yeah. That he can just He's, fix himself his like, meditating. I don't know, his legs are kinda of busted up, but then he comes back and they have a wicked fight. So another another highlight, yeah, is the Chung Lee versus Vega fight. It's so well yeah. choreographed. The way he kind of like home raids her and she feels his ninja movements and senses him and she, well, there's a there's a there's really a cool. there's a, obviously a long build up because like Guile is trying to get in touch with Chun Li, but she the Shelby, yeah, he has Shelby mustache, which that. is really nice. That's the first, another time I saw, and Shelby it's nice Mustang. because the animation is good. So the way good, they go the yeah. gear steering, yeah. the way he's driving the car, so the wicked. mechanics and shit, all yeah. that looks really good. Hang on, kid, I'm on my way. And he's like, oh, oh Chun Li, pick up, Chun Li, pick Chun-Li. up, pick up the phone. And he's like, <laughs> he's rushing, like weaving yeah. in and out of traffic to get yeah. to Chun Li, and then. 
uh, the scene plays out nicely because she's like resting, she yeah. can't answer the phone, and that's the only way to communicate back in the day. She's listening to some really cool and she's music listening to some music well. and just the chilling music out. Was really wicked. And then he just raided her after she was taking a shower and just getting ready to like wind the day down. Um, there was a the, lot. The of... actual attack is sick that he does because yeah. he's just he's somehow hiding in her rafters yeah, or her on rafters. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can just see like a glint of his um, uh, claws, yeah. and then that triggers Chun Li, and she's like, "Oh shit, Vega or something." Yeah. She says something. Oh god, Vega! Oh god, Vega! Yeah, and he's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get you!" Yeah. But she gets slashed right across the breast, like you know, just above her breast at one point. And then she's like, "Help!" That's when he hears like, you know, "Hang on, kid, I'm on my way." And then she she fights him, and then I love the bit where he's like, "Oh, you know." I like to skin all the rabbits. That yeah, he's quite stuff. sadistic. He's quite sadistic sounding. sounding and yeah. you know, pervy. And, yeah. you know, and then she throws the entire sofa at him, which yeah, is a good I bit. Find out she sick. lifts the like, couch up and throws it. She's so pissed. And he just underestimated it. how good I guess she is. she's like super high on adrenaline. So she's yeah. like, and she does a proper fling! spinning bird kick on him and whoops him. And then she steps all over his oh, face. The way, also, the way she does the spinning bird kick is quite good in the in this film yeah because she's using her hands to spin around yeah. and yeah. hit him in the game she magically can levitate out of nowhere yeah. and spin around doing the bird kick yeah. so in this i like the way they show her moves spinning she does the kick. the hundred leg kicks and she does the spinning bird kick she doesn't do her kakorkin fireball yeah, she doesn't Kukor- have that because she got that after Kid she had I can't now this is the bit that I have a bit of a, a issue with I can never remember if she had Kukulkin in Street Fighter Super Street Fighter they added it or she always had it but it was a difficult move to make but in Street Fighter Alpha she had the Kukulkin and the other thing is is that in this year she really whoops the shit out of him he got he gets her a good number of times like there's a bit where she's whooping him in the rafters yeah mm. and he flips her around to cut her you know like she she yeah, comes down on him and then he uses to come his, down on her and he she, she yeah. uses her feet to no he pushes her up and then oh, she loses her yeah. and he's about to slash her and kill her but she climbs across the rafters jumps like, oh. off the wall <laughs> hits him and then she's trying to get to him and he's not right, 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 right but she's losing her energy so she stumbles for a second and she's she sees like the blood weak. but she gets really angry and that's when she whoops him she hits him with lightning kicks so much she whoops him oh, I, he goes flying out down the way and they out the show window. the way lightning they do that, so that, that, that flash <laughs> kicking and the, yeah. the way they've animated it super kicks. fast and they sped out the footage so wicked it looks so a lot of great. sweet yeah. and then she drop kicks him through the wall she double foots him yeah right drop, drop kicks it she literally drop kicks him like a wrestling drop ass, kick man. and then he goes flying through her brick wall and then out into the the lower street from our apartment building she killed him because he and killed her dad I think, yeah so nice he does he does i assume he dies right yeah vega it's a vega dies dead. yeah she killed him yeah she killed him and then guile eventually gets up he kicks her door down yeah. and, and she's and all saves bleeding and, and, her, and he's like he just takes her to the hospital yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like um because he, he, she's in like she's in heavy surgery or whatever to try mm. and help her with the blood loss and all that yeah. kind of but she recovers she yeah. recovers yeah 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 and then um guile is it guile who goes to see he goes with e honda i think it is i can't remember because like they go to you said they go to e honda's house or something 
Rhi is staying at E-Honda's house, practicing on E-Honda's training um, boards. And then the training they're, dummy. they're the about training to dummy. eat when, when Ken comes. But does Ken come first or does Gal come first? No, Gal comes first here yeah, with his helicopter to say to them that you're under attack. And then the jet comes and he goes, whoa, a lot of visitors today. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I love that bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then Balrog and him have a fight. He goes, I'm the welcome wagon. It's nice to meet you, friend. Yeah. You know? And then they have a fight. And he has like, he has like cross eyes. Not cross eyes, he has like a lazy eye. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, to so me, it implied like Balrog's got a lazy eye due to his boxing or possibly, something. Possibly, yeah. You know? yeah. And which is a nice touch because, yeah. like, obviously that can happen with boxers. But Yonder does defeat Balrog, but I can't remember how he does it. You see it off screen. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't see their fight fully. You just see little snippets of their fight. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts back to the whole Ryu because at the end, Ken at the fighting. end, E Honda carries Gal and Balrog, having defeated Balrog. Yeah, comes to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, after yeah. after they Hadouken the hell, they do basically a double Hadouken that becomes one massive Hadouken, and it says Bison in that energy into his what, jet. What I and his love whole about blows what up. I love about that fight is that the fight that Ryu and Ken have is really intense, mm. but as soon as they, like like you mentioned before. Ken does his chi and he regains yeah. his energy and he becomes you know like the bit is great it was always a buzzy moment when Ken's like uh, coming down to punch Bison and Bison's him. doing Such that double yeah. double look it's, shadow, <laughs> it's like that classic dodge. classic technique of yeah. like huh? I'll dodge you from my shadow and speed. then, and then um, he punches the ground Ken yeah. and then Ryu's not sure is that normal Ken or is it still the brainwashing you or Ken? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, like taking out the trash. He says that line. Yeah. And then Ryu's like, yeah. And he's like, and I'll fight. And then he, I'll the fight you on your own level. Come on. Next, next boss mode. There's a, tracking, there's a tracking error on our VHS on that one. I always used to, will remember it, The ribbon that. used to slip, yeah. And it used to, it used to go, and he's like, I'll fight you on your own level. When it took us so long to reprogram our brains remember, to watch that. Remember, normally. remember before he does that wicked sonic boom he says that line that always gets cut yeah that we always love yeah. and remember because he goes bison i'll rip your effing heart out you filthy bastard in the yeah. original version that's the original in the PG-13 one he goes bison i'll rip your heart out you you something something, something. yeah you bump it's something lighter something light but yeah. yeah but i love bison's moving that he does the leg sweep he leg sweeps both of them. He does, yeah. Uh, and they go flying, yeah, and, then and then Ryu, Ryu does a roll. And he does, recovers and attacks. Uh, he does this wicked, Bison that wicked with a couple of punches of hits, and kicks. And power hit. And it's just so well choreographed that scene. Yeah. Like somebody really storyboarded it so nicely. Thought about the camera That's angles, really the kinetic action, um, the way they move, the way they flow, Bison's a more harder, mm. more um, uh, kind of blunt mm. fighter, mm. whereas Ken and Ryu know their technique. But he technique. also has levels of grace. He has power. Yeah, yeah. Like, power, you know, you know when he does fire. that hip toss yeah. and then he lands on his feet? Yeah. Do you remember when he lands on his feet yeah. and they're like, oh shit, yeah. he, can, he can levitate Levi- or he something. Levitates. He goes, yeah, they kind of freak out pressure, and my cycle power. power and he doesn't stuff. do headbutt or fist of doom though in there. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 but he does this thing where he grabs Ken by the head and he goes he up like and he slams him right in the ground. It like looks a, to me like a choke slam. Yeah, but, but it's a, like a face, slam a face slam from the head. Like, yeah. grab, I mean, he does some sick stuff, man. He does some sick stuff. Yeah. But then it all ends up in an epic showdown 
you know, epic finale where they both concentrate their powers and they make this massive like Hadouken, both of them. And then is he like is he like is Bison like running towards him or something? What what's he doing, Bison? He's angry. He does something. He gets taken out the same way Sagat got taken out, basically. Yeah. The other thing that's very interesting is you never see Sagat after that. No, Sagat's only in Sagat's one... Sagat's only in a couple of scenes. A couple of more scenes, and then he just doesn't yeah. really have and I, a, and much fight. And it's a shame that he didn't fight and then maybe change and join uh, by, uh, join against Bison or something. Like, he gets a bit of a change of heart later in the... He does, series, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so then Bison gets hit, and then he goes flying into the abyss... And then I'm assuming, like you said, his body gets, gets destroyed. When he gets hit by the Hadouken, the Hadouken goes into his jet and his jet blows up. Oh, yeah, his jet blows his up. His jet yeah, blows up. Yeah, 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 that's, that's so, sick. So that's the bit I remember. Then Ken and Ryu part ways and everyone kind of has their happy endings and then a truck comes with Bison in it, which oh, is quite a funny It's funny. So after, after yeah. Guile goes to see Chun-Li, she's recovering. Yeah. E Honda does that thing that you said where he picks them up and mm. takes them takes them away. Mm. Um, Ryu's walking down the street. The end is the funniest bit of the film. Yeah. Because it's like, what's going on? It's like just like coming. you thought there's like a funny coda. And um, Ryu's just walking down the street and he's just like, yeah, bye everyone. I'm carrying on my world warrior pilgrimage. And then he's walking down the street and then you see like a transition where he's like, 10 miles down the Yeah, the credits the road. are rolling, yeah. And then there's a truck coming in the background, but you don't see it straight away. And then you hear the horn of the truck. It's yeah. a bit like revenge. Like, I'm going to run you down. And he's like, oh? Again, and Rio looks at him, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like laughing. It's a freeze frame. Mm. He's just a big smiley face of bison. And he's like, oh shit! And then he's it just ends on Ryu jumping towards the truck, mm. and I'm assuming he's gonna That's attack the plays. truck. Like, oh, you yeah, right. and then credits roll, credits roll. I had it was so cool. There's a there's a there's a post credits message as well that is on the manga hyping up the movie. Oh right, like saying, "Oh, Street Fire, the movie's coming." The live action action film. So like, yeah. So so that's. So that means that that'll be the next part. Definitely, the live action film came after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a '96 movie or something like that, if I remember correctly. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so let's kind of wrap up and say, what would you give it shields out of five? It will always be one of my tenth pole films. You know, go to movies. I will watch this film forever and just. It goes in my collection. Yeah, you know, cool, it's one of my cool, top cool. films. Um, I would give it. I I think I would be really biased too and give it a five because, a it gave us a lot of inspiration for storytelling when we first saw this film, and b we just love all the visuals, we love the soundtrack, we love the narrative of the film. It is the closest, in my opinion, to a true video game adaptation film there hasn't been any kind of street fight that has really done it there have been a lot of terrible films oh that. stinkers so so many stinkers got, so even though street fighter uh, well, we'll talk about it in the next pod but the disuser one is just a weird street fighter film it's just a, a good van damme film yeah yeah like a nice <laughs> kind of 90s kind of action movie I would give it a five shields that's what yeah, I was going to say mean, I was going to say I'll, that, I'll um, give it a five shields as well because I love this film I mean, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, is just a classic, man. It should be seen by any fan in, you know, of the video game franchise. It's an exciting action-packed movie, and it's a faithful adaptation of the game. Yeah. You know, in my, in my opinion. You know, especially with that Street Fighter 2 era. 
you know, there have been a couple of OVAs and other stuff that have touched on 4 and sort of continued the lore of the games, but this is its own separate continuity, yeah. you know, implied so to be during Street I would Fighter say 2. if anybody loves Street Fighter, definitely check it out way before Street Fighter 6 comes out because mm. it's a great history lesson into the world of Street Fighter. Yeah. We're just doing all the Street Fighter stuff because of the imminent up upcoming release of Street Fighter 6, so it's making us feel nostalgic. Yeah. I posted a couple of videos of me schooling Sodom and a couple of things online because I've just been playing Alpha again quite yeah, a lot, cool, just cool, practicing cool, and cool. sparring, so you, it's really fun time. But yeah, no, listen, thanks for listening to this podcast, you know, we've been Ray and Z, the Rep Knights, and you know, like, subscribe, sub our show, and if you're a fan of this game, you know, have fun, and you know, get new challenges and, you know, beat the high scores and enjoy Street Fire like we do. And we'll see you on the next House of Rep.